Hi, my name is Amanda. I am the founder of Not Your Mother's Care Package. And this podcast is going to go over my entire process of building my business. To give you a heads up, I am about four months in currently, but I want to start from the beginning and walk you all through the entire process. I sell CBD products, beauty products, and snacks in in boxes, but it's essentially all e-commerce. So if you're interested in selling CBD products or getting started with e-commerce, then this podcast is for you. (laughs) So I like stalked you. Um, I get into all that though. No, because I was like reading your stuff and I was like, oh my God, this is me to a T. Um, so I, w- I just want to hear like why you're in business for yourself and your story about, about that whole nonsense, because it's, yeah, I, I'm, I'm understanding that it's different for every person. So I just want to hear why you're in business for you. Yeah. So, um, so, okay. So if you looked into my stuff, you probably know that I have like a very intensive corporate, um, background. And so, um, so before I ever got into like the corporate life, I was in retail management for a long time, like almost 20 years. Um, and I was like doing all these different kinds of things. I was working for Urban Outfitters. I'm taking you way back. Okay. Yeah. I was working for Urban Outfitters and I was a general manager for them. And I like wanted to move up in the company. And then there was like this stint where it was like all this stuff was kind of weird. I was out in like Western Massachusetts cause I'm originally from Massachusetts um i was out in western massachusetts and most of their stores were in boston i had this really great boss who ended up transferring to texas and that like took a whole toll on things and i wanted to do something but like i had to be in like the epicenter of where they were and so that wasn't going to work because i had just bought a house like my son had got settled in school and i was like i'm not doing that you know um and there was really nowhere else to go for me and i'm kind of like one of those very driven people like I I don't know if you know the Enneagram at all um but I yeah okay I'm like so I'm a four um which is like the individualist but I have a very strong three wing which is the achiever so you can imagine like I'm like yeah I'm like an overachieving individualist (laughs) yeah it's like no one no one wants to be around um (laughs) so so yeah so I was like I gotta do something else like I've been doing this for so long and and any I don't know if you know anything about Urban Outfitters but when I worked there it was like a it was like running a ship on your back I mean it was like you're getting up at 5 a.m and doing like work throughs on the walls for like eight weeks on end and you know, just everything you did was like from a business standpoint, you looked at what was selling in your demographic and you made merchandising decisions based on your demographic specifically. It wasn't like this goes here and this goes here. So I knew that if I walked into another store and became a manager somewhere else, someone was going to hand me a planogram and they were going to say to me, this goes here and this goes here. And I was literally going to just like pull my hair out because there was going to be no growth for me and it was going to be stagnant. So I started looking for something that I was like, how can I be in this retail management thing, having had all this experience now at this point, but do something different. And I saw this, um, I saw an ad for a boutique manager for Bare Minerals. And I was like, ooh, makeup, like I've never done that before. So that could be challenging and I would like learn a whole new industry and whatever. So, um, 
So I went to the interview and by, by the way, I didn't wear makeup at this time at all. Um, so I went to the interview and I ended up having to do makeup on my district manager in order to get the job and praise the Lord. I have like color theory experience and like, I'm like an artist because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? And I'm just oh like, okay, God. it came out pretty good. Yeah. And needless <laughs> to say, I got the job and I started, <laughs> I started working in the makeup industry. And when I got into cosmetics, I realized that they're one of the um they're one of the few industries like in retail that actually has this whole education side to them mm -hmm. so they not only have like people running the ops you know sides of their businesses but then they have people who are out there educating people in the field and training and you know working on techniques and selling strategy and all these things and it really piqued my interest and i was like and i had cystic acne before um i got it after i had my son and I like never had skin problems or whatever. So the amalgamation of like really being interested in what this education side had to offer and then also like my own skin struggles made me go. I went to school. I was actually going to school full time to become an esthetician that I was working full time. So I was like every day for like a very long time, just yeah. work school, work school, work school, you know. Um, because in education positions, you have to have an aesthetics license in order to do them. So I'm doing that. I'm like working with my educator there. We're like kind of, you know, working towards things of how I can get better um, mm -hmm. at the education piece and how I can like go down that road. And then Shiseido buys out Bare Minerals and they cut their training team from 36 to nine. So here I am like going like, I want to do this. <laughs> Now there's like no opportunities left and I have this aesthetics license. So I'm like, what am I going to do? So this one girl that um, moved down to North Carolina and she was working for Bear Minerals down there. She went to aesthetic school um, at Aveda and met someone who worked for Benefit Cosmetics. When she moved back up, she was working with me again. And then uh, this girl had reached out to her and said, hey, we have a position that's opening up in Boston. Do you want it? And she said, no, but I know the perfect person for it. Um, so this was like probably just a few months after I'd gotten my license and all of this stuff had like went down. I interviewed with Benefit for three months to get that job. And then I became the regional wow. education manager of the Northeast. Yeah, it was intense, man. I mean, they yeah, sent us to like, and yeah, yeah, they sent us to an assessment center. Like I worked an entire day um, and doing coaching modules and presentations and how to. It was it was crazy. Um, you said, but you I said that for benefit. Yeah, mm -hmm, for benefit wow. cosmetics. Yeah. Um, so I ended up getting that job. I became the regional education manager um, of the Northeast, and then eleven months later, I got promoted to be the regional education manager of Southern California. So I picked up my family and I moved all the way out here to Huntington Beach. And um, and then a year later, I became the senior um, national educator for Benefit Cosmetics. And I was helping to basically like do what I need to do in the like Western portion here. And then also I was writing content for them um, nationally, like selling strategy, new product launches. Like, I mean, writing tons of content. It was an amazing job. Yeah, um, that's amazing. So you are like really riding the like that terrain. That's intense. Yeah, no, that's like a hundred percent. 
Yeah. Like a hundred percent. I mean, myself and my counterpart in the East were the first people to ever even be um, promoted into that job. So they had never had a senior educator before her and I became one. And it was just so, it was a really cool experience. I mean, I got to do stuff internationally, like create tools internationally. They're in 54 countries. I mean, they're a $2 billion company. We're talking yeah. like major stuff presenting in front of hundreds of people, just traveling all over the country. It was an incredible job. Um, and I learned a lot and I will say like from that job, I, I developed, I got developed so hard and so fast and so furiously. Um, yeah, I my leaders like really believed in me and they like pushed and challenged and just like, I mean, I learned a ton from that job. If I didn't, if I didn't have that job, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Yeah. Um, for sure. And, and so, so yeah, so then I ended up getting pregnant um, with my second son and I knew I wouldn't be able to like travel the country anymore because I was like, this just isn't going to work with a baby. Um, and so I took a job more locally as the head of education and culture um, for a tech company, which I hated. Um, I didn't like anything about the tech sector. I wasn't like a huge fan of where I was at. And I just was like, Ugh. and unfortunately, when I was six months pregnant, I lost my second son. And um, it was really like, it was obviously a very traumatic experience for me and my husband and my other son and just like our family in general. And um, and it was really eye-opening for me at the same time because I was like, you know, life is just so unpredictable. Like people get pregnant and they think they're going to have, you know, and they're just going to have a baby in nine months. And it's mm-hmm. like, and, you know praise the Lord that does happen in a lot of situations, but there Mm -hmm. are, and the more I talk about it, the more I come across people who have had similar experiences or whatever, you know, it's like, there's a lot of stuff that's unpredictable because it's life, you know, like life is unpredictable. And so, um, yeah. So I'm just like, so after that, I was like, I don't love this and I don't want to spend my life doing this. And so I prayed for like a few months, just like, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? And I kept feeling like, just go like just go out on your own and do your aesthetics thing like you loved being in there and like I'm gonna take care of it and I was like okay so I walked away from a huge six-digit job and I was like I'm gonna do this and I don't know it's been like so so you're at this point that you're like you're walking away from what I mean a lot of people don't even have that security to walk away from they're just know what I mean and that, so that's I don't even know what's braver like trying to build something at, from nothing while you have nothing or like really walking away from something really secure because that's that can be really scary too so what is going like so you're starting this new journey and you, I mean you seem like as soon as you told me and the message is like don't worry I don't do anything I'm not interested in doing I was like oh my I god know. yes I love you <laughs> Like we need, like more women need to have that. Just, it's fine. I'm not doing it if I'm not into it. But (laughs) so what, I mean, I'm just so curious what goes through your mind with making that jump. And then what did you know that you needed to conquer first? Like, what was your first like line of like, okay, I'm going to go do this. So what's first? Wow. Um, I think it's like, I mean, like I said, I prayed for months on end. 
and and I really was asking God like where he was leading me and I felt like there was massive confirmation that everything was going to be okay and I think for me in my spiritual life and you know and everybody thinks differently about what that is or what that looks like and that's fine but for me in my spiritual life I feel I could lean on God for anything except finances like that for me I've always been financially independent since I've been really young you know I had a son at um, 21 and I basically was like building up my career and doing what I needed to do there and and it's just like there's so there's just so many things of, of why I've just always been in this like independent vein in my financial world mm -hmm. and so for me that was really hard to give up because I was like oh no like what am I gonna do you know it's like this is and it's huge money like <laughs> walking away from things that people only dream about, you know? So I'm like, but for me, I've actually walked away twice from jobs where I was at my most like pivotal in terms of finances because I wasn't happy. And I think truly when you get to a spot where you're like, oh, I would be so happy if I made all this money, mm -hmm. you realize that if you're not happy doing what you're doing, no amount of money in the world is going to help you to be happy. And so for me, I'd already experienced that once. And I knew that, yes, it was going to be hard, especially here. I mean, I live in Southern California. It's not cheap to live here. Right. Um, but I just felt so much confirmation in that, that I was like, okay, I'm going to, I am going to trust you in this. And I'm going to like, let you lead me down this road. So I think that was like, that was like a personal spiritual venture for me, you know, on that end. And then, um, and then, okay, what was the other part? I'm sorry, I got kind of no, like so, lost. So where there. do you jump into? Well, I mean, where's your first like plan of attack with even start, where you started? Yeah, um, I, I think it was just to like, one of the biggest things that I've noticed and, and I notice more and more and more every day as I go through this journey is that you just have to do it. So like you have to look at like what's the first step that you can do. Okay, so like the first step for me to do was to like, well, I got to find a place to do this out of, you know, I got to go and get a business license. I got to go and like do what I need to do from like a legal standpoint and insurance and just all the practical steps, you know. So um, so that's where I, that's where I started, you know, yeah. it was just like okay. anything practical that I could do. I did. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Same, same over here. I'm just curious if, if, because I, I operate that way, but I, I almost wonder if it, it's, it's half as half hazard, right? Cause I, it sort of feels that way. Like, I don't really, I mean, I have a direction, but I'm not, I'm just doing it and I don't, I'm just kind of following whatever, uh, ring pops up I don't know but I don't know if there's a better way to do it or a different way or, or if somebody put a lot more thought into it I mean yeah because I same I'm I I don't know you know for I agree with you I think that like it does um I'm an executor by nature so I am like not the person to like think a million things you know it's like that's actually the, my counterpart at Benefit was that person. She would always think through all this stuff, which I loved about her because I'd be right. like, no, let's just like go do it, you know? Yeah. And exactly. then she'd be like, yeah, but, and I'd be like, oh, great point. Would have never thought of that. So it's like, 
Yeah. So it's like, you know, I think, I think everybody has their own strengths and maybe you just operate in the same nature that I do. And I do think it's a little haphazard. However, I do think that if you just sit there and you try to perfect everything and you try to make sure everything is good before you start, you'll never start. Yes. So there's an advantage and a disadvantage, I think, you know? No, absolutely. And I'm, I'm all of, I'm, I'm not afraid of looking silly or screwing it all up and then kind of picking up the pieces and then like, you know, starting again and then being like, oh, well, I screwed up pretty bad. This, I'm not really afraid of that. And I think a lot of people are, I think they're, they really want to not, but I think the, when, when I stopped letting my ego sort of get in the way, that's when I, I don't know, that's when change really started to happen for me. So I, I, I could see myself through my twenties taking things really personally with all my business ventures that I was after. And then once that kind of just got out of the way, I was like, Oh, it's not personal anymore. That's, this is awesome. I can kind of just, yeah, I don't know, screw up and see what happens and then hope, <laughs> hope something good comes out of it. But yeah, yeah. So tell me where you, okay. I read in there that you successfully built three businesses and you're working on your fourth. Explain that to me because <laughs> holy shit I'm <laughs> I'm just now understood <laughs> recently that I'm on two completely different paths and it's a lot it's it's a lot yeah it's a lot um so okay so one of the things that I do is network marketing and that really in reality just helps me to build up my dreams in another way you know like there are people who right. love the network marketing thing and they want to do that with their whole time and being and that's good and I have friends that are really like killing it doing that um I see it as a little bit about that I'm not because I'm not 100% sure on what what all that entails what is I mean like network marketing yeah it looks just give me an example of of what that would look like because I don't don't so so for example like I do um I work with Arbonne like their nutritional um supplements and different stuff like that got it okay so so there's like a million companies out there. I think, you know, for for them, they, they have a pretty good like compensation plan if you're just doing like little bits of stuff. And the thing for me is like, people look at them, they're like, MLMs are, you know, and it's like, yeah, because to what you're saying, there are people that are afraid to fail forward. And there are people that like, will never just like put themselves out there. And it's, you know, you have to be able to do that in order to do it. So if you do, you can make money. You know, it's like, I know, I know people personally who make huge money doing this, you know, Mm -hmm. I personally don't want to do it as my full-time gig because I have other stuff that I have going on, you know, but I will say it helps me as a stream of income. And if you've ever read anything about anybody who has like, you know, a lot of wealth or is, you know, very well off, they don't just do one thing, you know, um, I think so I'd get I get bored just doing one thing too, honestly. Because yeah, sometimes I mean, it just yeah. doesn't even move fast enough for me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go work on this one while that one's just waiting for paperwork. To yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like a business where it's like, I, you know, I, I'm, I think, I think I'm pretty good at like developing relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it's like, it's an easy I, and I personally love it. Like I lost a ton of weight and like, I feel amazing. Like, you know, doing this whole program, I would have told you about it, even if I didn't sell it That that's the kind of thing. Right. So I found something for me that was like, if I'm going to talk to you about it, I might as well try to like, 
make some income off of it as well because like yeah. I know you're gonna live in I know you're gonna want it and then it's like whatever so just do have it have you always so then, been that way like have you always been because I have you always been just really into like working I mean just chatting with people and getting to know them like I you haven't because I feel like I've always been yeah. that way and I'm like no you haven't no, I have not always been that way. I actually, it's funny because it, like on the Myers-Briggs, I'm an INTJ. And what? so I'm no in- No way. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Like when I get off this call with you, I'm going to have to like go take a nap, you know, like it's like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Okay. So like, I'm going to be like- That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My husband, my husband's yeah. an ISTJ and- he couldn't, yeah, you're, he builds lightsabers because there's no people interaction. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I would go crazy. That's crazy. So, okay. You must have developed that with yeah. your insane, like background and corporate training nonsense. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's why I say like, I wouldn't be where I am without that because there were so many hard things that I figured out through that time period um, through that, like, five years of being with them that really molded and changed me as a person. So, yeah, I don't, I'm not naturally, like, oh, I just want to talk to everybody around me. I'm, like, oh, I just want to get my Starbucks and go, you know, like, don't talk <laughs> to me in line. Um, <laughs> That's so crazy. But, it's so crazy. Yeah, and it's doing... funny. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was going to say it's funny because my son is, like, complete opposite. So, like, even when he was little, he's, like, such an extrovert. And even when he was little, he would, like, talk to people in the, like, you know, grocery store lines. And I'd be like, oh, gosh, like, is he bothering people? <laughs> Don't invite you know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was like, let me, like, encourage this because I don't want you to be like me. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think it's, like, you know, so that's just, like, one piece. And that just helps me to build up on the other things that I need to do. So, that's one. So, then I have my um, brick and mortar studio where I do aesthetics and permanent cosmetics and all the in-person services, etc. I do skincare consults. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, I do those virtually as well. So I do a lot of stuff online. Um, like I can do a skincare consult with you just like this in this kind of setting where we just talk through like your diet and your lifestyle and your, you know, skincare um, history and like what's worked, what hasn't worked, etc. So I do stuff like that. And then I have um, online a blog, an online shop. And then I'm, um, so that's that. And they're actually merging. I have somebody working on my website and my branding right now. And she's amazing and doing like wonderful things for me and kind of putting it all in one place so that I don't have to be in 17 different places. Yeah, um, okay. Give me her information too that I, so I can just link it on the bottom in case anybody else is looking for something like that. Cause yeah, yeah, that would be yeah, awesome. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, her. Um, yeah, she's. Uh, she. I'm not kidding when I tell you that this girl like is inside of my head. Like I'm like la, 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 all these things that I like wanted to be, and she like came up with this stuff, and I was like, "You nailed this! Like awesome. you are a gem!" And I'm so excited that I chose her out of all the people that I talked to. But I definitely will give her info. Um. So yeah, and then the thing that I'm working on now is my own skincare line. Um, which is like a huge feat in it. Yeah, I can imagine. I wouldn't even know where to start. That's amazing. I didn't either. <laughs> Holy cow. So, okay. Uh, this is so off subject, but I, you had posted something along the lines of, um, 
you like was it your grandmother that said you never really come into yourself until you're in your 30s I you don't even know you don't even know I was so scared to turn 30 and then the day I turned 30 I was like I actually feel like a ripe avocado like I feel more I don't it's like the day I turned it too I was like this is I just feel more me do you, like it's a meteor <laughs> I'm meteor physically yeah. but yeah I don't know I just like tell me about like your that that growth that you've had because that's something that I've been really fascinated with like just seeing my entrepreneurial journey and how I've grown as a person and I don't know like what do you notice like being on your own versus being with a company like how have you changed because I don't, I'm just in that space at the moment yeah I think it's challenging in its own right um, I think for me, working with a company was always really hard because I, like I said, I'm like the individualist. I don't want to be in your box. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to tell me who I can be, what I can wear, how I can say something, yeah. what I can post on my social media. Um, I just don't want that. That's not, it's never been who I am and it's, it actually causes problems for me and parenting because I'm like, why do you need, why do you care what about you? And then it's like, you know, and it, my son's like a whole different person that's like, he's a true achiever that needs the validation and all, you know, and all this stuff. So it's like, yeah. so yeah, I just, I just never wanted to be in that box, but there's some great things that come along with it. If you find awesome companies to work for like benefit where you get all of these amazing, you know, development and people are truly like invested in you and want you to be a better person and challenge you to grow. And yeah. so when you're on your own, you now have to do all of that for yourself. Right. So it's like, do you find a business coach? Do you find somebody to develop you in different ways? Are you looking for a partner? You know, it's like, there's all these different things that you have to figure out on your own. So it, it presents its own challenges, but I think it's a really great way to additionally grow because it's one thing to have somebody who is feeding all of this stuff in for you. It's another thing. And, and you can be self-aware in those, in those, circumstances trust and believe i i think that's 100 percent true but it's another thing to really have to self-evaluate and truly be self-aware of like what exactly you need in order to get to the next level yes. and be real with yourself and have the humility to say i need help in this area and oh, then gosh, go out and find the resources <laughs> You yes. know, like, yes, hundred percent, 2000. I am so on board with what I am. I'm in that arena that you're talking about right now. I'm, I was really, really struggling with social media and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And so I was just being super aggressive and going after oh it. Like, I'm an aggressive person. It sounds good. You know, I, so then when I had somebody sit down and tell me like, you're aggressive in a really bad way, it was kind of like, I, I, I was open to hearing it because I just, wanted to get over my own shit more than I wanted to stay stuck where I was. And that yeah. has been a huge shift for me. And you're absolutely right. I'm yeah. Some, there are definitely, I, I know people that do not want to, they definitely don't want to hear that hard stuff or even seek out those people. But I, 
night and day, I have grown night and day just from inviting those people into my life. So everything you're saying is so good. good. Yeah. And I think that, I think it's interesting because it's like, there are people then like me or you who do want people to call us out on our shit and tell us like, what do we need to do differently? Because we want to grow. And the harder part sometimes is finding those people who are going to be like, this is what it is. You know, it's like, I, for me, it's so funny because I am like a, I'm a straight shooter. Like, and people either like me or they hate me. Yes. This is what it I is. said that verbatim. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, it is what it is. You know, that's why it's like I said to you, like when in the email, I'm like, no, I don't do anything that I don't want to do, you right. know? And it's right. like, and that's just how I am. Like I had somebody else approach me about some coaching and I was like, look, I'm going to be transparent with you. X, Y, and Z don't sit right with me. And this is like, you know, and I don't want to waste your time. I don't, I don't want to waste my time. It's like, I'm just that kind of person, you know? And it's hard to find people who are going to come to me with that kind of feedback, I think, sometimes. And I don't know if it's because of something I'm doing. It could be, you know? I know that a lot of times, like, in my past, like, people have said that I'm intimidating or unapproachable, like, in certain ways. So I'm like, maybe people don't want to say it because they're afraid they're going to, like, trigger something in me. But in reality, it's like, you're just going to be like, oh, you're going to give me food for thought because I'm going to, I'm the first one to be like, yes, let's internalize this as the weird introvert that I am. Yeah. And <laughs> let me like uber overanalyze, you know? And so it's like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's no, a challenge. I'm the exact same way. I have to meet people with, you're not going to offend me. You can't offend me. I'm, <laughs> you just can't. Nothing you're going to say. So I have to start the conversation with that. I don't want to be told just what I want, what you think I want to hear, because that's not what I'm paying you for. So can, you, can we please yeah. process that? Because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm over it. I'm over, I'm over just staying where I'm, I'm at and being comfortable there. It's, it's just too, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really just okay. And then maybe I, I couldn't have gotten there in my twenties. I don't think so. I don't, I really don't. I think somebody could have come up to me and been like, Hey, go ahead and change this. And I was like, oh no, my feelings are hurt. But yeah, I love yeah. that so much. Yeah, it's so it is so refreshing to find people that are just I, when you said as soon as you said that, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and that's why I think it's like it's so funny because like I wrote that thing about my grandmother, and I never really understood her. Like you know, when I was younger, obviously, mm-hmm. but like I was. I, I spent a lot of time with her because I got bullied as a kid and I never really like was like around other people. And she always used to tell me these things that would like, now I look back on it and I'm like, oh, I get what she meant, but I never knew what she meant. Like in the moment, you know, it was like, yeah. and it's like, as I got into my thirties and now as I'm like rounding, you know, the corner to 40, it's like, you realize like, yeah, I mean, in my twenties, I would have never, I would have been like, no. You know, to shut you down like a hundred percent because I was a little like overconfident. Yes. Um. Yeah. Who I was, like, <laughs> my individualism and like my achieving but and like you all know that. Me. You know, right. you yeah. And, like, <laughs> and just arrogant, you know, to be perfectly right. frank, like, and it's like, and so I definitely would have had a different reaction in that time, but now it's like I'm like, I need that because I know that I need to grow and I know that I need to overcome like x y and z in order to get to where i'm really trying to go in the long run you know yeah so it's it's interesting life takes you on some interesting paths yes. 
You are so fantastic. I just thank you so much oh, for sitting down and having this with me because I'm oh my gosh, just you. so good to have that that counterpart of everything that's been going on in my head and then somebody saying it out loud. It's just, ugh, ugh, ugh. I love it. I love it because I live in Boise, Idaho. I, we just got back from California and I was so sad leaving. We stayed in Were um, you? Van Nuys, that kind of area up there. And it's, yep. oh my gosh, it's so pretty. Right. I love how you just blend with people and nobody cares. There was a guy with blood all over him and everybody was like, that's cool. Just let him ride. You know, like, let him do his thing. And I was like, it's so funny. It's so funny. I've lived here for five years. And I, of course, like, I live in Huntington Beach. It's paradise. You know, I mean, it's it's paradise on earth. Seriously, there is no other way to explain it. Yeah. Um, I think it's really funny because people in the news are always like talking trash on Huntington. And you're like, you have no idea what it's like to live (laughs) here. And it's literally like the most amazing place ever. And you have no clue, like the media is making it out to be something that it's not. But, um, but you know, and living in Massachusetts too, it's like, it's a totally different environment, you know, like it's, it's extremely different. But I also think it's like, it's really interesting because from a business standpoint, you know, my husband and I have really been looking at um, relocating because in order to really scale the way that I want to scale, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to do this in California. You know, yeah. it's like the the amount of laws and restrictions and fees and things that are going on, and especially now, my gosh, I've been shut down twice in the last like six months. You know, it's like... Um, it's just, I mean, I no joke, they just put out a thing saying that we should go and do our services outside, and I'm thinking to myself, like, this is the most unsanitary thing I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> and it's like, and you're like, you know, normally you're like, state board, what's up with you, because you're going to come in and you're going to slap me with a fine for something being mislabeled, but now you want me to go out in the dirt and like, <laughs> right. okay, you know, so it's like, they're yes. just kind of like backwards with stuff, and it, it does make it challenging to really pursue like a bigger narrative because you're like, you know, rent, I mean, what I'm paying for rent here for a tiny studio is what I could pay for rent somewhere else for a huge apartment. Yeah. Um, and really yeah. expand and stuff. So, so, I mean, I know you probably miss certain aspects of it, but I bet from a lot of other aspects, it's probably very helpful for you and your family. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we moved here from Colorado a couple of years ago and, um, Colorado is very similar to California in the just it, they just nickel and dime you for every movement and breath you make and so coming to Idaho it was yeah it was a nice break it was and I'm it's just Pleasantville here you know like there's nothing bad yeah. happens but nothing good happens it's just 72 degrees walking your dog I don't know I don't know it's not bad I don't want to say it's bad but yeah and no right. I, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for chatting with me. I don't want to keep you on here forever. Um, of course, no worries. Yeah. Gosh, we've already been on here for 40 minutes, but um, I'm going to go ahead and put this on my um, podcast, and then um, I might throw it up on YouTube if you're okay with that too. Yeah, that's fine. I actually um, I have a YouTube channel, so I can send you the link to that if you want it. Okay, um, yeah, and then send I'm me like, the link. I'm just starting. Yeah, I was, I'm just going to say, I'm, gonna, I'm just starting to like build that up. So it is what it is, but I will send you that. I'll send you the link to Susie and she's incredible. Um, oh, okay. And then whatever other links or stuff you want. Yeah. And I'm happy to talk like whenever I know this is like for your podcast, but 
would love to like keep in touch too if you're interested in that I feel like it's like it would be great to have somebody to kind of absolutely no yeah because then I can just ask you an opinion and I know you'll be honest (laughs) I definitely yeah 100% sometimes people don't like it but I will (laughs) no I love it it's I appreciate it so much no anytime all right, sweetie. Um, yeah. yeah. Send me all the links. And then, yeah, my YouTube's a hot mess too. It's just, I don't know what I'm doing. So I hope you're okay. With it. Totally <laughs> fine. Shit up. Okay, cool. Right no, you're fine. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Thanks so much. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Then. Bye. Now we have to start. Okay. Um, hi, my name is Amanda. I, no, I can't do a podcast. <laughs> I can't do a podcast.